my favorite show with my friends Maverick and Goose. Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! You have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. I never heard, I never heard that one before. The views expressed here are those of this show only, and in no way reflect the views of our radio station partners. The views expressed here are those of this show only and in no way reflect the views of our radio station partners. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you all been waiting for. Here are your hosts of the number one news. All right. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Hey, Amber, how are you? Hey, Maverick, good to see you. Thanks for inviting me tonight. We're, we're going to have a great show today. Yeah, I see uh, Mel's here, so we're going to bring her in one second here. Let me just bring in the radio stations real quick. I want to welcome everybody from 105.7 to Phase, Patriot Radio, Earth Radio, MBR, Military Broadcast Radio, UG Media, Paisley Radio, FCM Live, Sword Radio, Crystal Radio, Replay Radio, The Hit Network, West Rand Radio, Express Radio Station, Frantic Vibes Radio, W. LEO 26.7, J Parker Radio, and our newest station, Community OBS Radio in Alabama. 
All right. Well, this is getting longer and longer here. Right? Congratulations. <laughs> so good to see you growing, growing, growing the program. So that's awesome. All right. Let's... Oh, my gosh. It's going to be a great show. So you've invited uh, Mel K to the program. So Absolutely. it's going to be a phenomenal show today. Right. Let me bring in Mel here. There she is. Hey, Mel. Hello. Hey. hey Mel. Welcome to the show. Finally, we've been talking about it for a long time. <laughs> the world keeps getting crazier. So yes, we can, it does. Any number of things we can get into. So thanks for having me, guys. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for coming. I mean, you know, we, uh, I know I, 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 I spoke with Rob back when we went to Miami to the Reawaken tour. We were trying to get hooked up with you then. But then uh, I don't think I don't think you were you didn't come uh well, i was only there briefly because my parents lived down there so oh, okay. I, I i came in and came out and then we moved uh we lived in manhattan we moved actually to florida full time so it's been a crazy uh six months since then so we're back on track and i'm really excited that we finally got together absolutely so you left manhattan and you're back in florida is that correct yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah. you're out of the communist state and into yeah. freedom wow that's hard great. you know i spent 18 years in, in uh california at los angeles west hollywood mm -hmm. and I, I left there because it became too too communist i moved back to manhattan and then that became too communist so uh and even worse we were there and, and when the big influx happened with the you know, it seemed like overnight 80,000 illegals were bust into our neighborhood. And then uh, we moved down here and uh, we're living in free state of Florida at this point. So I think I've shaked uh, my way off of and out of uh, the communist controlled America, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, when you worked in uh, when you worked in Hollywood, I'm sorry, Maverick, nope. but uh, when you worked in Hollywood, I thought you spent also some time in Florida. Didn't you spend some time in Florida? Yeah, my parents year? have lived in uh, Palm Beach for the last 30 years. So uh, being a writer and a, and a producer and all that kind of stuff, you fail a lot in Hollywood. <laughs> So, so every time I uh, something ended or something didn't go or something got canceled, you got to kind of come up with something new. So I was lucky enough to be able to go home and then go back to L.A. and try to sell something else or figure something mm -hmm. out. So, uh, yeah, I spent a lot of time in both Florida and uh, and California during my 20s and 30s. Uh, what so what what part of florida are you in because we're in florida also uh, oh we're, i'm in west palm beach uh right down uh between you know if people don't know it's between like miami and orlando right in the middle okay <laughs> yeah we're on the west coast we're uh between uh naples and fort myers well, oh there's a lot of patriots out there so <laughs> that's good you're around good company yeah um so yeah i mean there's been a lot going on i mean uh with all this uh, stuff with Trump and everything. And um, I know um, uh, we had a good time at the uh, reawaken tour. Uh, I mean, we'd met a lot of good people and uh, that was our first one. So we were, oh, wow. we were real excited to be there and um, we got to meet a lot of good people and, you know, we've networked a lot, you know, with a lot of people uh, from the tour. Uh, have yeah, been that's the whole goal. You know, that's that's why, you know, I'm excited to be here and I, I, I'm excited to go on shows with different people from different places that have different backgrounds. And um, and the Reawaken at Market Tour to me was such a gift and it was really needed when we started it in the very beginning. It was actually the Reopen America Tour while we were still locked down. 
in Tulsa and Clay and uh, Clay came up with it. General Flynn was all in. Uh, and from that point on, we created kind of a family, went around the country. And the best part was meeting people and meeting people, um, learning about other podcasters, learning about local politicians. And, you know, it got a bad rap and, and all the and media matters and that would attack it. But you know what? It was uh, to me, it was like nothing else. It was, it was fun. People felt heard. They felt like they mattered again, it was, especially during the lockdowns. And then it evolved, I thought, into a, a really amazing time. I mean, it was like, a, you know, a patriot Woodstock. You got the food, you got the music, you got the prayer, you got speakers that talked about things like I do, which is globalism and, and the UN. And then you got speakers talking about health and freedom. And yeah, I just think it's an amazing thing. We have our very last one is coming mm -hmm. up. And I'm sad to say in uh, Detroit, but uh, that'll be a big good one too. But I'm glad you guys got to do it. Yeah, I, I'm glad. You know, um, Amber. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Amber. Amber has her own podcast as well, the Amber May Show. Um, oh yeah, I've seen Amber before. Yeah, so Goose couldn't be with us, so that's I why I, you know I had I had Amber fill in for me. Yeah. <laughs> Because Goose is in Las Vegas right now, so. Um. Yeah, I'm the Goose sub in for tonight. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute, that's not Goose there. No, I um, should have put Goose as my name tonight. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Goose, for standing up your friend. But it's all right, the show must go on. So here oh, we are. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so what do you think about all this, um, you know, all, all these things with Trump? Um, I mean, you know, there's so much talk that... Uh, you know that he's going to be convicted on at least one of the mm -hmm. you know many charges that are they're trying to pin on him and and stuff like that i mean i know we've had all various various opinions on this show we you know we we allow anybody to come on and give us their opinion and uh we've had some believe that you know he will be convicted before before super tuesday and then others who say no and you know, so what is your take on all that? Well, you know, I'm at a place in this journey after four and a half years of uh, podcasting. And then also, you know, I, I was a screenwriter for a long time. So I'm at a point where I just wake up every day and I just ask God to make me useful in whatever his plan is, because I have no idea what's going to happen at this point. But what I do know and what a lot of people do not know, I don't think, is that the people behind Russiagate, the people behind the Mueller report, the people behind these are supra uh, national bureaucrats. They, they're unelected. Some of them work for multinational law, lawyer um, law firms and are lawyers. Uh, all of them are aligned with us because I don't right now. Personally, I don't believe there's a left and right Republican and Democrat right. at all. You're not I, party. I, yeah. yeah, I truly believe that we are a captured nation. But my belief is that we are captured by a globalist billionaire oligarchy. Mm -hmm. And because uh, my show is a lot about following the money. And that's mm -hmm. how I look at a lot of this. But I have to tell you, all of the lawsuits, every single one of them, uh, Fannie Willis, uh, Smith, uh, Letitia James, this ridiculous uh, E. Jean Carroll, all of them above them are the same exact lawyers and operatives that were behind the Russia Gate. They are the same guys, Eisen, Weissman, everyone involved in the Mueller report, all of the people behind there. So basically they went through the whole thing in the year leading up to 2020 election with Transition Integrity Project. They did what they had to do, uh, as Molly Ball's article in Time clearly laid out with Norm Eisen being front and center, who is 
uh, obviously was Obama's, uh, uh, in, um, what was he, his ethics czar, but he was Obama's friend from Harvard uh, Law, which I call the Poison Ivy League Law School. And then um, and then Norm Eisen and David Brock of, of Democracy Matters and, all, and Media Matters and all these people, they regrouped in 2020 and they were going by any means necessary to put anyone away uh, and, and change the laws and manipulate everything to silence anyone who questioned the election. And more than that, they started mm -hmm. planning that day for him to run again in 2024. And they put out a playbook of all the ways that they could indict him. And, and I believe through their NGOs that are funded by this globalist billionaire oligarchy, they're very easy to see, Soros being one of them. Um, they all went to work again. They started all new NGOs. Uh, like um, Project Democracy, they all have democracy in it, which we're not a democracy for a right. reason. And, um, yeah. you know, and then they went to it and they have been planning since 20, uh, since the minute that they pulled off the heist in 2020 to make sure Donald Trump never got back into office by any means necessary, mm -hmm. straight up Machiavellian. And the saddest part is they have all these um, supposedly bipartisan voter groups all over the country that they fund with Zuckerberg and everyone else. And I'll tell you right now, these people don't think that you and I deserve a vote, but they right. don't think that Democrats deserve a vote either. They certainly don't think RFK Jr. voters, they don't just think anyone deserves a vote. Yet they pretend that all the things they are doing are for voter to, to expand voting. That is such a lie. They don't think any these people are above our government. They don't think any of us matter. They're people that believe they're nonsense or just useful idiots. And at this point, they'll do anything they can. I still believe that Trump will be the nominee. So uh, it doesn't really matter what they do, but I do want people to understand the same criminals behind uh, Russiagate, the both phony impeachments, the Mueller report, they are still the exact same lawyers and lawfare <clears throat> experts that are writing all of this stuff and then handing them to their puppets of in, in Georgia, in the Smith case, in New York. I mean, we are dealing with a criminal enterprise that is using law as a weapon in such a disgusting, despicable way. And I just hope and pray that all of that is used against them. But now, the is, I know they, you follow the, I know yeah. you follow the globalists a, a lot and I love that about you and what you do. Cause I, I do believe that to be true, that they are in control. I don't know if you've seen the latest on Carrie Lake and what happened this last week. Did you follow that at all? That story? Yeah, I, I, I did. And it's uh, it's not a surprise to me. I knew a lot about what happened in Arizona. And again, I tell you that this same group of people led by Norm Eisen and, uh, you know, Democracy Alliance and all of these, it, it's the, it's those people that are doing almost everything that we're watching. I would not be surprised if it's that same group of people behind the bribe that was proposed to her. Um, when you when you tra trace it down to the money, you're going to find... Um, they have like groups indivisible audacity they have civic tech and life which is zuckerberg but it's the same group of people omidar um the rockefeller brothers gates foundation um obviously the zuckerbergs open society reed hoffman so again we have a group and they are not they are not for america's survival mm -hmm. they are also running the controlled demolition of america we're in mm -hmm. a revolution and these guys especially eisen happen to have orchestrated cobbler revolutions all over the world. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, their goal is to align with Agenda 2030. They have sold out our nation. People think these are American companies, mm -hmm. like the BlackRock owns. No, 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 they're global companies. They make a lot more money in China than they do here. And they don't care about, the only thing 
I keep saying, you know, the old thing with Trump was they're not after me, they're after you and I'm in the way. I happen to believe they're not after America, they're after the world and America is in the way. And that is where we, the people, have to realize that each and every one of us as a citizen has a duty and, and in our DNA to stand up as individual citizens more than anything else right now, because we're not just standing for America. Honestly, the American people are standing for freedom everywhere right now. Yeah, just like you said. Um, so Zuckerberg, he is involved in Arizona. He obviously gave money to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. But an article came out of the Federalist not that long ago up in Coconino County, which is northern Arizona. And supposedly it's a Democrat stronghold. But if it was such a Democrat stronghold, this dark money wouldn't need to be flowing to persuade people to vote Democrat because supposedly it's a Democrat stronghold, which tells me they're manipulating the elections up there. And some of the alliances that you're talking about are U.S. Alliance for Elections, excellence the center just like you said center of civic design the election group the center for tech and civil life yeah, and these different. groups are using zuckerberg money and other money to pour into our state to manipulate the elections and i wonder if these are some of the organizations because our former our just recent former gop chair was saying um, the people in Washington, D.C. are telling him to pay off Carrie Lake. And obviously they didn't want her to be governor because that's a much more powerful state uh, seat than a U.S. senator because she would have um, um, administrative powers to shut down the border or what have you. And do you think these are the same organizations that the guy was talking about, Jeff DeWitt, about Washington, D.C., the people that are paying the money to silence Carrie Lake and to... Um, interfere in multiple counties in Arizona and maybe other states like Michigan, Georgia, so on. Yeah, a hundred percent. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I think influencewatch.org is the most important place for people to go to look up this stuff and then always go to the funding because what you're going to find is it's um, these people are aligned with uh, the 1630 project, that um, 65 project that was going after all the lawyers that questioned the election, but also mm -hmm. crew, which is uh, Citizens for Responsible Ethics in Washington, also started by David Brock of Media Matters and Norm Eisen. Um, we got the States United Democracy Center that is behind what you're talking about, which is all these, um, anyone that tried to, in any legislature, in any county in this country, tried to implement uh, voter ID or checking of signatures or um, going back to actual uh, absentee ballots instead of mail-in ballots. This group was a bunch of lawyers that went in and destroyed these people uh, with lawfare as much as they could. Um, and that goes also to, um, there's a document people should look at. They can go, I have a great resource page that's free, mm -hmm. themelkshow.com. And on there, I have a section called Opposition Playbooks, where I put um, this document called uh, A Democracy Crisis in the Making, if you can imagine, by these same people that you're talking about. And it's written by Norm Eisen and others, uh, States United, Democracy Center, Protect Democracy, Law Forward, and it's all lawfare. They also created something called Replacing the Refs, a landscape of electoral denial in America. Same people, same money. And when you go into this, you're going to find that, um, like I re referenced that Molly Ball article where they where they admitted basically that all these global public-private partnerships and the multinational law firms and the unions and Eisen and others and Dreben and Weissman, that they all uh, got together basically to, um, you know, 
destroy any kind of uh, legitimate and uh, ethical and transparent election in 2020. Um, there's actually a whole group that they started called Just Security. Uh, it's a lot of people that were involved in um, the Transition Integrity Project that was involved in 2020 and I believe the pandemic and other things. But um, it's all these same people and all you and what I tell everyone to do is go down on Influence Watch when you see any of these groups in your local community. First of all, I've been saying to people, they all claim to be bipartisan. So mm -hmm. we should all be showing up at their meetings. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, okay, I get it. But let's show up at their meetings and see what they're saying and, and who's there and what they're doing. You know, somebody trained Ruby Freeman. Somebody trained all of these people. You know, and it's these groups. And then um, and then the other thing to remember is that uh, a lot of their funding is because they're bipartisan. So, you know, we should go show up there. But the money's going to go back to the same people. Uh, you know, obviously, always open society is involved. But um, there's a whole bunch of people, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Carnegie Foundation, MacArthur Foundation, Ford Foundation. It's always the same 10 billionaire uh, Omidar. And you wonder, like, why is why are they why do they do this? And it's because yeah. they are in on. I believe that when Obama signed on to Agenda 2030 and 2015 without telling the people of the United States, uh, and they committed to the 17 Sustainable Development Goals, that that was it. I really do believe that they um, and all these people are Obama operatives. This is obviously Obama's third term. Uh, scarily enough, I think that Obama might get a fourth term, uh, yeah. but not, not with Joe Biden. No, uh, with Michelle. Mm -hmm. And uh, honestly, at this point, um, we are fighting a battle that we can't lose. But at the same time, there's so much division on our side that it's um, it's uh, it's disappointing to watch what's happening right now on social media to me. Oh, I, I totally agree with that 100%. Um, and it's so sad that how much of these non-governmental, as you call NGOs, control so much of what we do. And it, what's so sad is these people you would think would want to love, they are born here, raised here, you would think they'd love, love our country. But no, you find out that they hate our country because they want to consolidate power. But you know what? Ultimately, it doesn't work. You want to know why it doesn't work? Because all these people are selfish and they all want power for themselves. And eventually, they'll be so much infighting, it will collapse because they will be fighting for power amongst the power-hungry people. So it's not a sustainable model, but they're making our life miserable until they can reach supposedly this goal. But I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to happen. Like, I don't, I think they're going to lose. What do you think, Melke? Well, I think first of all, the fighting on the conservative side, especially among Trump supporters and uh, DeSantis supporters, and are you really for Trump? Or are you on yeah. the Trump? Da, 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 and it is so disturbing. Luckily, I got kicked off of uh, YouTube, but also of Twitter three and a half years ago. I got back on, but they're not letting me grow. So I have a very small account and I watch these giant accounts and it is so disappointing. Yeah. First of all, it's disappointing that they don't, none of them seem to know what's going on. And if they do, they're certainly not articulating it in any way that uh, unites people. Right. Second of all, they're dividing themselves and they don't understand that the other side is a well-oiled machine without dissent mm -hmm. the other side pays their influencers they pay their rioters they pay the mm -hmm. their operatives the, our side we don't the billionaires on the right don't profit off of the controlled demolition of america 
The billionaires on the left are globalists. They want the controlled demolition of America. That is the discrepancy between money. So our side doesn't doesn't pay people to show up at meetings, mm -hmm. doesn't pay people to start groups, doesn't pay people to march in the streets. The other side does and willingly and happily because that's how you create a controlled demolition of allowing America to implode from within. China hasn't had to do anything more True. than influence our media and fund a lot of stuff to have us destroy ourselves. True. And the worst part is watching uh, true patriots, I believe true patriots that love this country, go at it day after day on who's more of a patriot, who's more honest, who's uh, who's on the right side. It really shouldn't matter. And it's got nothing to do Thank with you. I am in so many groups, Mel Kay, because I'm very involved locally. And I agree with you 100%. Like, that is not pushing the needle forward to getting like what that. we need to get done. You, you know, I have been walking much. streets. I have been door knocking because I'm right. a local precinct committeeman. I'm literally oh. on the streets as well as doing a show, as well as, you know, being a mom and a wife and working for a financial planner. I mean, I'm doing it all. Like, I'm trying to do it all to save Good my country. And, awesome. you know, I'm so tired of the infighting and, and, focusing on who's the better who's the better patriot or who loves Trump more or who doesn't love Trump more who's the that is not going to move the needle we need to focus on what's going to matter and you said indivisible and i highlighted indivisible about a year ago on my show and it's and i just did it last week again and now i see that it's making rounds on social the media same money. The and same you will money. see Yes, if you go to their website, how organized they are targeting for sure in my state, they're targeting David Schweikert. He is not the strongest patriot in the world. He's probably one of more moderate to whatever. But if we lose that seat, we lose the majority in Congress. So they're going after his because his area is like close to a 50-50 split. They are targeting the 50-50 splits. They they are so strategic in every state and where they're going to talk. They have the talking points already going out. I mean, the plan is perfect and they're doing a good job. So yeah. I've been telling all my local patriots here, we need to reverse it. So it might be too late right now because our primary is coming up in March. So it's probably too late now, unless we really get our butts in gear, get everyone signed up with enough signatures to be on the ballot. But even if we lose, let's say, just for an example, my state, Arizona, the state legislator for this next two years, and it falls to Democrats. I want to run, just like they've been doing for us, a Democrat in name only, a dino, basically. So I want to run a conservative in those Democratic areas that are totally, supposedly blue, or those 50-50 splits, along with a Republican. Because what have they been doing to us all these decades? They've been running both of their candidates on both sides of the ballot so they can't lose. So that's what I'm trying to encourage our patriots, whether you're in Colorado, California, Washington State, New York, where you're from, or here where they're trying to corrupt this state or Texas, Texas, they're going after hard. They've almost got this state. So they're not putting as much effort in this state as they are in Texas. Um, but our state is a very red state. You know, Seth Casual, he came and spoke at our legislative hearing uh, a couple months back. And that video is on my website at the Hit the resource tab, go to the Maricopa audit and you'll see Seth Keschel's um, uh, legislative hearing testimony that he had. It was brilliant. And he demonstrated how Arizona is still very much a red state. But they manipulate it to where they want to flip it to make it look purple, but it's not purple. And when you take a company or an organization like Indivisible, and they strategically have plans in place 
you can't lose that way. You only lose like what Mel Kay said when there's so much infighting. Who's the better patriot? Who really loves Trump? Who doesn't love Trump? Who's that's we're not doing anything but fighting against ourselves. Meanwhile, the other side is gaining traction. Exactly. So I'm so tired of this. Are people going to join us as precinct committeemen when we fight inside? Or are they going to join us when they're attracted that we have a plan in place too, that we can fight back too, and that we aren't going to lose because we're doing this, 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 and this, and this. When we're structured and have a plan, then we win. But the more like Mel Kay said in this divided, I, I'm so tired of hearing all these chatters on Twitter or in these other telegram groups that are just picking on each I'm so tired of it because it's not going to help us win at all. No, we need it. We need to unite this party. And and, and right now we're not, I, I, in my opinion, we're not a united party right now. I mean, I know Trump's trying to do that, you know, and, and trying to get everybody together, but we're, we're still not. I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, there's DeSantis people who, you know, just, you know, don't look, I mean, don't want to look at Trump. And then, you know, it's just... We have to come together as one, or or, or we're going to lose again. I mean, you know, we're we're just not going to, you know, in in my opinion, we haven't done enough to to stop them cheating and doing what they did in twenty twenty. I, I mean, I, I think you know, I mean, we we saw Pennsylvania come out and say that they're going to allow the ballots to be counted after the date. You know, I mean, you know, that's just, you know, we haven't fixed anything. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to say nothing because I, I know Amber will dispute me on that. <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Exactly. Not enough. <laughs> and I agree. I mean, I just yeah. think it's not enough. Yeah. I, and I think the one thing that that is being misunderstood on the bigger picture is that there is no Democratic Party. These people, when we talk about mm -hmm. they, they are not Democrats. It is mm -hmm. all the same money. It, mm -hmm. You're talking about indivisible or um, U.S. Uh, alliance for excellent mm -hmm. elections or mm -hmm. democracy now or any of these groups. They're all coming out of the same funding out of Arabella or New Venture Fund or mm -hmm. Tides. And that means that they have the best PR people, the best advertising people, the best Hollywood people, all of that. Um, all these lawyers like Eisen and Weissman and all these people coming up with the, with the talking points and the graphics. And then they pop mm -hmm. them up all over the country mm -hmm. as like as like shell companies of, of election integrity groups. And it is such a machine, but the, but I think what would unite us possibly, I'm not sure, cause I stay out of it. I mean, I, I two years ago, I changed my show a lot and I said, I'm just going in the direction of, I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna follow the money. I understand the, the banking system worldwide. That's where I'm heading. If I can't prove it, I'm not talking about it. And that led me down a path mm -hmm. of finding a lot of experts in many different areas mm -hmm. and to kind of go a different direction and not depend on, you know, what I can't prove or can't see, but what I can. And one thing I know is that right now the RFK voters are about 20 percent. OK, and, and the uh, Trump voters are probably about 45, 43, 45 percent. Both sides need to get together on free, fair, transparent elections. It does not matter if we agree on the candidate. What does matter is that those people who are they, and they are not Democrats, they are globalists who have hijacked mm -hmm. that party, they don't want either man. 
and what all of us should want, because Bernie Sanders sold out the Bernie bros, but RFK Jr. won't do that, in my opinion. So what we really should be doing instead of also fighting those people is we should be saying it doesn't matter who is the biggest a patriot, who's the biggest Trump person, who's a fake Trump person, who loves DeSantis, who loves RFK Jr. It should matter that we have free and fair elections where our votes are actually counted. Because right now, mm -hmm. the people that are setting up and, and they, I also believe if the majority of the American people, see, we, we have a totally captured media as well. If mm -hmm. the if more people watched our shows, that'd be great. And I think that's happening. But if the majority of the American people, and I mean left, right, gay, straight, white, black, Jewish, Christian, I don't care what you are. If they fully understood that a globalist billionaire oligarchy of people that do not believe in nation states anywhere. I call them the Fourth Reich, and I can prove that they want exactly mm -hmm. the same thing as the Third Reich, just this time. They mm -hmm. have no nation. They are a group of people that don't have any loyalty to any nation, to any flag, to any religion. They want power for power's sake. They want it now, and they want it over. Okay? And, and they include people from many nations, including our own. But if the people of the United States and our DNA, from our founders, all of us that grew up with civics and with with you know, um, still we were taught real American history, understood that there was a bullying class of so-called aristocrats that believe that they are supranational, that do not believe that United States should exist and that none of our freedoms should be uh, anointed to us by God or by the Constitution or the Bill of Rights, and all of us will lose our freedom. I believe the American people would unite like nothing else. Mm -hmm. but nobody is telling them the truth, that right. the Democrats don't have a vote either. That nobody is having a vote right now because the votes are so saturated with fraud and with with uh, inner intervention that the people that are funding all of this, they don't think the Democrats deserve a vote either, frankly. They are a group mm -hmm. of people that live in the Poison Ivy League and above, and mm -hmm. they believe that anyone like us, anyone, doesn't deserve a say on what happens to this nation going forward at all. So right now, to me, in America, 2024 is either you are for America, for the future of our sovereignty, our borders, language, culture, our constitution, our bill of rights, and our and our reinvesting in this nation and our security and our sovereignty and our and our growth, or you are against us. Mm -hmm. There is no left and right right now. So to me, right. all the people that want to keep going down that path, to me, they have no idea the stakes. They are still lost in some kind of idea that somebody's either coming to save us or this is just another election. It is not. It is the last stand against Agenda 2030. Mm -hmm. And that is that is where I feel like that's why it's heartbreaking watching all these people fighting. And right now we should actually be organizing with the RFK voters to make sure that the elections are safe. And that would be, what, 60 percent of us or mm -hmm. at least well over 50 percent of us demanding free and fair elections that are counted and transparent. But instead, everyone's already fighting as if we're, we're you know, in uh, in the summer of this year. And right now we have a chance. And I love what you're doing, mm -hmm. Amber, and, and all of that. But the people of the United States do not know the stakes. And it seems very eerily like Germany in the 40s. Because you know what? Those people ended up saying they didn't know what was going on mm -hmm. and decades. But guess what? Every single one of them had to have main conf in their house. So you know what? Either, either, you're, either you're for America or you're not. That's how I feel right now. I don't care who you're voting for. Well, what General Flynn says, and I, I have taken that to heart because I'm doing it here, 
is he said local action creates national impacts and i believe that wholeheartedly and in my one of my last shows that i did and i really broke down the election interference and it started out i started out the show with a, a small town called san luis in yuma county and yuma county is up against california and how this lady was caught and she was even actually on a thousand two thousand mules documentary and she was caught ballot harvesting um and she start, she was caught doing that she was convicted of it and you know what they make her vice mayor of san luis <laughs> aren't they great they yes. just they just laugh in our faces that's how that's how arrogant they are yeah. see if the american people really understood it we don't like bullies in america okay we don't like people coming in here and telling us what to do People don't understand that we're captured and that is exactly what's happening. And that's why they do things like that. What do you, they gave a woman who totally made up a fake story that I can probably prove is fake just from my own experience in Bergdorf Goodman and New York city. And they gave her $83 million for a non-crime. Mm -hmm. and, and there are people on the left that think this is awesome. And you know what? Shame on them. They are not Americans. They will never fight for our country. But I think most honest people are watching what's happening and they're, they're embarrassed by what is going on in this country. And they're really looking right now for how and why is this happening. And then shows like Maverick's show and your show, Amber, and hopefully my show are where they can go to find the truth. And then mm -hmm. that's the best story about all of it is that we're here now and we're telling people and I will show up anywhere I can between now and November to empower people to stop fighting amongst yourselves or this country will not survive. And the powers that be are aligned globally and they, like Donald Trump once warned us because a lot of people didn't realize that Donald Trump was dismantling Agenda 2030. He just never said it out loud, but he mm -hmm. did say it at the United Nations that we would never be a globalist nation. We will always remain a sovereign nation and an America. And, and, and we would always auto-determine our future and we were not going to be global citizens. Well, guess what? 2024, it's not him this time talking. It should be every single American mm -hmm. citizen talking. No, you're absolutely right. And I mean, you know, it's, yeah, I just, I mean, it's going to be an interesting year. I mean, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> to say the least, you know, yeah. uh, you just... You know, yeah, I mean, I, I hear people say, oh, well, Trump's going to save us, you know, or, or the military is going to step in and, and do this. And, you know, I just those things I can't wrap my head around, you know, the military intervening and, and, and all that. I just I hear know. all them, too. And, you know, I mean, I have to admit early in my journey, uh, even before the Mel K show, but when I would do some other shows, because I was always somebody. I'd written a screenplay a long time ago that involved the United Nations. So I always knew it was the biggest fraud perpetrated on humanity. It's such a lie. Um, but anyway, uh, I early on wanted to believe people that said that they had intel and that they knew all this mm -hmm. stuff. And I, I believed them and I hoped it was true because I couldn't believe that it wasn't true. Mm -hmm. sure. And now I'm at a point where, um, and I've been for two years where I say, I hope you're right, but I'm watching the enemy. You yep. can keep doing what you're doing and believe me, I would be so happy if any of that is true. If I would be so happy. All I'm telling you is that I watch the enemy and the enemy doesn't care. And that's the worst part because everything that they're putting out there about America, again, I do not believe they're after America. I believe they are after the world. And America mm -hmm. is it's in the in way. way. Destroying yeah. America from the inside out, honestly, allowing us to destroy ourselves, which is- right, Exactly, I was just about to say the same thing. We're destroying ourselves. Yeah, we're doing yeah. it 
we're doing it for them. You know, we're doing, yeah. we're doing the work for them. Yeah. Um, and then they mock us where they can and they point it out, like Amber said, and they make a total criminal, a hero and they make heroes criminals. I mean, I'm friends with Peter Navarro. He's going to jail for four months. I for, can't for believe staying it. Loyal. He's 74 years old and he had an exemplary life and he did all those great things with the China deals. And I'll tell you what, he, the January 6th whole thing's a total fraud. And he mm -hmm. was loyal to Donald Trump and he was mm -hmm. not going to testify in front of that committee. And they're throwing him in jail while Hunter Biden bucked a, a subpoena and then went in while they were discussing holding him contempt with a camera crew to make making a documentary with his Hollywood lawyer and sat in that gallery mocking them. That's how disgusting these people are. And anyone mm -hmm. cheering on this this travesty of what they're doing to our nation. And I'm telling you, I read I read papers all over the world. That's why I always suggest people to go to my website, the melkshow.com resource page, because I have foreign papers mm -hmm. there that are legit. I mean, they're telling the truth. We people all over the world are cannot believe the American people are allowing this to happen to us. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, I agree. I mean, I, I, I say that all the time. You know, I just, what is it going to take for people to stand up and, and you know, and, and, and say enough's enough? You know, I just don't, you know, and I, I get a lot of heat when I say these things, but I, I don't see it. You know, oh, I hear, oh, well, people are awake now. And no, they're not. We're not awake enough. I mean, you not, know. Not to the real stakes. No. They might be awake that something's very wrong or they might hope the military is coming or hope Trump's still in control somehow. Believe me, right? he would be responsible for what's going on overseas if they're right, okay? And if he is, then I couldn't back him. So I don't believe he's responsible for right. what is going on at the border I or agree with you. the rest of the world. Right. But you know what? If these guys have super magic intel and, and they know something that I don't, even though I've been traveling with people that are in Trump's inner circle and his mm -hmm. family for three years, but they know something, or I don't know, Dan Scavina has given them some codes. Awesome. I, I mean, that is great news. And, and I would be happier than anyone. I would retire and I would go back to screenwriting and my regular every six to eight months having to figure out what I'm doing next, which is how I lived for 25 years. <laughs> Happily, if that was true. But but you know what? I'm not willing to, uh, bet, to live in, in a land of hope. Right. You know, I don't believe... I believe we are in big trouble if these people uh, do what they need to do in 2024. And what will happen? You know, you guys both know and I know we don't have a, a democracy on purpose. Our mm -hmm. founding fathers, you know, you guys and I know, Amber, you especially have, uh, I know both of you, but you especially talk about this, too. Our founding fathers um, looked at every kind of government since the Bible. Mm -hmm. And they looked through everything, Plato and Socrates and, and mm -hmm. Aristotle and Greece and Rome and the Westphalian model and every model. And they, they didn't, all of them were against democracy because 51% over 49% is the easiest way back to a, a monarchy and a mm -hmm. dictatorship. And, and a 51% majority ruling over 49%, if they are evil and they are corrupt and they are violent and they are perverse, is worse than anything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this whole idea, anywhere you see protect democracy or Anytime I see democracy in a title of a uh, NGO, and there's some real bad think tanks like Brookings and some other ones too. But I'll tell you what, when, when you see democracy or they're destroying democracy, they're talking about globalism. Yep. They That's exactly what they're saying. Yep. AKA globalism. You're absolutely right. What do you guys think about what's happening with the trucker convoy going to Texas? What are your thoughts on that, guys? 
Maverick can take it. I'll talk. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good idea, but I, you know, I, I, oh, it brings me back to January 6th, you know, uh, you know, we, we went there to, and then they, they brought infiltrators in there and, and caused all that stuff. And then look what happened. Good people got, good people got, um, arrested and, and in, in jail. I mean, we, we just interviewed, uh, Shane Jenkins, one of the ones that were arrested and put in jail. Long, yeah. Um, and you know, and he was telling us about, you know, what was going on there and, you know, and plus how they're treated in jail. I mean, you know, these guys are, are, are we're railroaded. I mean, yeah. you know, he really didn't do anything. I mean, he admitted that, you know, he, he, he broke a window, uh, you know, so he admitted to what he did, but I mean, he's, he's in jail for, I think he got eight years. I mean, eight years for breaking a window. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. You know, and, I mean, and, you know, and there was a lot of chaos and there were chaos actors. There was obviously a lot of feds, uh, yep. certainly Yagaganda Pittman and Nancy Pelosi. They have a lot to answer for. Um, I, I do love these people. I know, see, first of all, I knew about this convoy from Kim Yeeter and Doc Chambers and these people back in January 5th was when she first reached out to me. So this has nothing to do with what happened with Abbott and SCOTUS. Or, okay. you know, maybe it does, but it, but not by the not by the organizers. And they a lot of them are uh, vets, real decorated patriot vets, which of course they targeted on January 6th. Exactly. And, and then also um, there are retired cops, retired firefighters, uh, people that doctors and nurses that uh, bucked uh, everything during the COVID. Like, there's really good people that organize this. So when I saw um, the debates online and some giant, I call them Twitter celebrities, these 500,000 more accounts. There's some that are such idiots and spreading. And I don't know if they know that they're idiots or they're just doing it on purpose. I'm not sure, but they're giant accounts on Twitter and they are on mm -hmm. everyone's feed, you know, mm -hmm. warning people, this is a fed, a fed event, whatever. Right. It's very, very sad to me because I know what they meant. Uh, I know these guys put in a lot of time and effort and energy. They put a lot of thought into what happened on January 6th and protecting themselves. The, the main guy leading it is, is really reputable and a good man. And I wish them luck and uh, God bless them. You know, I, I was I could never I get down there right now, so I wasn't going. But I, I do cheer them on, and I am happy for all these people. I see it happening in France. I see it happening in Germany. I see it mm -hmm. happening all over the world. And the rest of the world would like to see us doing it mm -hmm. now. And the other thing is, all the people warning about it are basically saying that the the real perpetrators of the Fed surrection on January six won, because the truth of the matter is that freedom equals sacrifice. And you know what? I, I've become pretty close with Jeremy Brown, who was an original, like one of patient zero of January 6th. Uh, they tried to get him to infiltrate the Proud Boys, as far as I can see. And he's in jail for six years, mm. uh, totally entrapped. I do shows with him from jail. And I'll tell you right now, what he would say was do it. Don't do nothing. It's worth it. If you are going there, first of all, they're not going to the border. That's uh, first right, of right. Second of all, it has to be an individual decision on what you're willing to sacrifice and what you're willing to do and, and learn the lessons of January 6th. There's a lot of things you can do, but very sad that I see a lot of giant voices saying it's a Fed's erection, it's a setup, whatever. Yeah, it's it's got to be A, an individual choice, and B, the saddest part of that is that 
you know, I, cause I'm very against all these wars and I'd like to organize mm -hmm. with, uh, I have a lot of libertarian friends. I have friends that are voting for RFK. I have lots of obviously Trump friends. We should all be, I feel like going to DC, hundreds of thousands of us against the military industrial complex and the mm -hmm. endless wars, cause they're all paid for by the same globalists that want to destroy our country and all nation states. So to me, it's so sad because the same thing would happen then. So if I got involved and I organized with with people from all different colors, even the Democrats that are anti-war, Republicans, you know, conservatives, libertarians, independents, anarchists, whatever, people that are against the military industrial complex and what they're trying to do, marching us to World War Three. Well, we would get the same story. They would say, don't go. It's a Fed surrection. They're setting you up. And at that point, my heart would be broken and I would say, well, then January 6th, Nancy Pelosi and her co-conspirators won. And I don't want that either. So we all have mm -hmm. to decide what's worth it. And if God forbid something happened, you got to be really smart. You got to keep on your own camera. You got to keep it, take your own pictures. Don't don't put anything stupid online mm -hmm. and don't get caught up in the moment and make, and make yourself look away. Because a lot of these people that got in trouble for January 6th, it's because they posted stuff on Facebook and, and on their instagram or whatever with where them saying things and that's it right, and, the, right. and the judges these corrupt judges this dc court should be dismantled the mm -hmm. judges criminals and at the end of the day the truth of the matter is learn the lessons and if you believe that you are willing to suffer the consequences if it is a fed surrection then god bless you and go stand up for what you believe in and because i'm worried because i do I'm not worried about doing it, but I do want to, I'm involved and I'm, I'm trying to work with people to go and do a 10 times bigger march like Vietnam in DC against this military industrial complex and the bankers and billionaires that profit off of war and, and our children dying. And mm -hmm. they want to escalate it. And what, at that point too, it's going to be the same story. So I support these people and I would hope people would support anyone that wants to stand for what is right. I am like you. I am so tired of war. So tired of war. I'm over it. I mean, but I, I, my, I think that's what, that's what the Democrats, I mean, well, that's what they want. That's what the military, um, industrial complex wants. They want war. And I think, you know, the Democrats are willing to do anything to keep Trump out and, and, and keep their power. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, I mean, I don't know if I'd go as far as we won't have an election, but I think that they, um, sorry, <laughs> phone. Uh, I don't think that, I think they would even go as far as to start a war. I mean, you know, to. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're going to do anything they can. Yeah. They're going to do anything they can. But the, but, the, but the thing is that as long as we're divided, they're going to win. Yep. And that's where that's where the problem is. Even these people that want the national divorce, don't they understand that's what the globalists want? They want us into pieces. I mean, George Washington's farewell address. I said to everyone, just go read George Washington's farewell address right now, uh, mm -hmm. because it says exactly why we can't let that happen. Because cutting us into pieces, that how do you think Russia felt? They started cutting it into pieces and then they put it into all pieces and all those nations are weak. And they, they, they rely on this NATO one world military that's not defensive, that is, is behind a lot of this. Exactly. And, and, you know, if, if we do, are divided, like, they, like a lot of people are talking about this national divorce, the globalists win. They want America then. 
And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, look at the stakes and who are the players in the game. If you identify the enemy, you see it a lot better. The enemy is not, is, is not a party. The enemy has captured both parties mm-hmm. and our nation. And, and I think like, if we just start talking like that and you know what, I don't care if somebody's voting for RFK Jr. If they want to stand with me to fight for the election, to be free, fair, and transparent and have every vote count, then they're my friend. That's how I feel right now. I agree with you, but I also think that they're getting so desperate. And if they're getting so desperate, then that means we're being effective. If they're that desperate to pull them, like they're so desperate with election interference that they're going to the court systems in these supposed Democrat states to take Donald Trump off the ballot. And thank God they're losing there. But it, it, you know, I think a desperate move would be this war to keep Joe Biden in office or whoever, if it's going to be Michelle Obama or if it's going to be Gavin Newsom, whoever, um, in office. That I mean, to me, that's desperation. If they're so desperate, I feel like they're so desperate that that should be a signal to us that we're effective. What do you guys think about that? Well, I think they know a free and fair election done right where every vote counts and and is and there's no interference. Donald Trump wins in a landslide. Mm-hmm. So it's less desperation and more dealing with reality that they will not allow it to happen. George Soros said he would not allow it to happen. Um, Nancy Pelosi said, we, I will not allow it to happen. Joe Biden from a podium said, we will make sure that that is not allowed to happen. The word allowed should be the signal that who is allowing it or not allowing it. So to me, um, look, all I know is that I watch the enemy very closely and it's not even, it's, they are so far gone in their, in their, they don't care that we know, they don't care that we see them, they are all in. And the only thing that's going to stop them is us. Right. And, and too many people don't get it. I think more and more people do. I think we'll have mm-hmm. a big, uh, there will be a huge, which I'm looking forward to Detroit with the reawaken because we're pulling in a lot of people from local community there. I think that there will be a big surge of black community that just get it. They just get it. And also if they pull in Michelle, I do not believe the black community likes the Obamas. I don't okay. think so either. That's the sense I get. I could be yeah. wrong. But I kind of think, think I think too. that some do, but I think that many that are very that and what they believed in them and what did they do for them? Nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just like Black Lives Matters. What did they do for them? Buy mansions for themselves, but did nothing. Yeah, they made the it black work. Community? They took away their cops. That's yeah. what they did. They took away the cops, so now their kids in Harlem can't play outside safely right now because mm-hmm. the cops might not come, exactly. you know, or in the Bronx, at least where I am. So the people in the black community in New York City hate them. <laughs> you know, speaking people. of New York, I would love for you to paint a picture of what New York looks like for me. I am a border state. I understand the influx of illegals. But how has everything changed in the last four years in just New York alone? I'd love for you to paint that picture for me. Yeah, well, the first thing that changed in New York that a lot of people don't realize, first of all, New York is completely captured. And I think it's more by the CCP than anyone else. But that's just my take on what's happening in New York. And the reason I think that, because again, people have to remember, we just had Davos. That's the World Economic Forum, okay? The Chinese Communist Party were treated as the prom kings of Davos. They were the biggest delegation and the number two to to G was 
the guest of honor at Davos and nobody's bringing that up. So when nope. they talk about Davos and the World Economic Forum, people don't put together that that is the CCP. You know, they're in on it together and they're both in mm -hmm. on the destruction of America or they can't have their uh, agenda 2030, which is the real goal of all these people. So um, I know the first thing that happened in New York, a lot of people don't know, is that uh, when we were in two weeks to stop the spread, first of all, New York cleaned out overnight because a lot of people don't live in New York City. Um, they, they commute in, so it's always so busy. And then the second, the second they locked down, it felt like we were on a Woody Allen movie set in New York. <laughs> so it was really weird. And then, um, and then in the two weeks to stop the spread, Cuomo came on stage with two equally nefarious people, uh, that should worry everyone. That would be Bill Gates and Eric Schmidt, formerly of Google, now of Schmidt Futures, who's behind the scenes at the AI and all the technology in the Biden White House. And uh, Cuomo says that, this is during the stop the spread, that they're gonna reimagine New York. And I looked at Rob and I said, okay, this has nothing to do with the virus in New York. It had nothing. And from that day on, when I tell you that every time we were outside, every everything, there's people putting things up, manhole covers are open. You're seeing like new new towers going up. I mean, they turned New York for whatever, however far it was into a smart city before that. The oh, plan I was just going to say that. To turn it into a full track and trace surveillance smart city. You use the phrase reimagine, reimagine, and that's what they use in the smart cities all the time. Reimagine cities. Oh my right. gosh. So that wow. was the first thing that happened that I was like, wow. oh God, we're in trouble here. But then, you know, we hung, I mean, we were on the, we were on tour and then we were also, I do a lot of small events around the country where I just talk about like the UN and the octopus of global control. So we were basically the entire COVID because we didn't have the vaccine in New York City, you needed a vaccine passport. I couldn't even get my hair cut in New York City. We couldn't go in anywhere. We couldn't go into restaurants, bars, gyms, mm. nothing. We weren't allowed. Um, and we wouldn't do it anyway. Uh, you know, a lot of people were doing the fake cards. Rob and I just wouldn't do it. And so we were on tour. We were driving around the whole time. Uh, but when we went back and things settled down, life kind of went back to normal. And that's when every day we lived across from the Catholic Archdiocese in uh, Midtown East. Every day early on, I would go outside and I'd be like, there's like a line of three, four hundred, mainly like it looked like 20 year old people that I don't know where they're coming from, but they're waiting in line at the archdiocese. And I would come hmm. home every day after my coffee and say to Rob, what is going on across the street? At this point, I don't realize that they're busing people into Port Authority and they're taking them right to Catholic Charities. So I didn't know in the beginning that this was going on. And we live right in the area that they're coming in and then they're being processed because they were coming in. We lived in Midtown East near the UN. So they were coming in to either a Port Authority or Grand Central. Then they're being sent across. And one of the places was right this the archdiocese. So because well, Catholic charities and the UN are very involved in that. Yeah, Mary O'Neill, General Flynn's sister, had told me many times that they're very involved. The Catholic yeah. social social charities. A lot yeah. of so-called religious charities of many different colors are involved here because that's not really what they are. They're not that the funding is is where you got to go to see what they are because they can use those names as as fronts. Um, mm -hmm. But by the time we had had it. I will tell you that not only had we not known anyone at that point that had not either been jumped, 
had their their phone or their bag or something ripped off their arms or ripped out of their hands walking down the street in one of the one of the safest neighborhoods prior near the UN. Uh, but also um, there were people walking everywhere in every direction that were clearly not from New York. They were not there working. They were idle people. There was a huge influx of young men. And the saddest mm. part was we were near the Roosevelt Hotel, which is to me uh, exactly what is everything wrong with this. And and we have, I had a couple homeless friends, really good guys. They just wouldn't, they, I knew them over the years. One had schizophrenia and um, the other one was just a cool old guy, but he was, a, he, you know, they were, but they were my friends and I talked to them on the streets. They didn't, they would never take help, real proud guys, but they were the ones that were like, they're kicking people out of shelters. They're, they're, they, you know, every, all the services, they were like kicked out of getting services. And they kept telling me like, so, you know, they're, 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 something's wrong. And then um, they opened the, they gave the, first of all, many hotels, not just the Roosevelt, sold our city out for hundreds of millions of dollars from the NGOs and other people and the government. But um, the Roosevelt Hotel was real bad. And, and there's lots of young pregnant women with a lot of little kids. And you know, if you watch me for a long time, I had a big, uh, I started way before my show talking about a lot of the child sex trafficking and, and pedophilia agenda in Hollywood and stuff. So for me, I'm seeing this and I'm, I'm, I'm just like, oh my God, they have completely, uh, and it just got worse and worse. They were putting up tents all over and Roosevelt Island and, and you know, to me, they're weapon. They're, you're using these people as weapons as much as anything else. There's nothing mm -hmm. humanitarian about it. Mm -hmm. And at this point, these people are all. A lot of them are outside freezing in the freezing cold. Um, and the sadder part is, there's a lot of vets and and homeless citizens that were displaced first. So those people mm -hmm. too. And I had exposed a long time ago. Yeah, like eight years ago, there was a program in New York City, uh, and I, I did a lot of work on this Thrive New York City, a total con job, pretending to be money for the homeless and mentally ill. $800 million went missing from the de Blasios. And I'll tell you what, New York already had a huge homeless and uh, drug, drug addicted, um, mentally ill population before. So now it looks like it's insane and it's really very sad and the crime has gone off the charts and again uh, we had about 2500 cops leave the city either between the jab or being demoralized and dehumanized by the uh um obviously de blasio but this new uh, mayor he's um the cops have been in, in rebellion so it's just it's a lawless sad place right now and what's very sad though is a lot of what i call the uh Poison Ivy League, uh, you know, people with the PhDs and the masters that work at Goldman Sachs or BlackRock or teach at Columbia or NYU or whatever, they're all in on it. There's a lot of people in New York City that are full on. They hate Trump. They don't care what's happening to their city. They are all in on the globalist agenda. And these are the people that before COVID, I thought were like, mm -hmm. you know, 
and they had all these great degrees and they went to these great schools and I, I thought they were the smartest people and now I think they're the dumbest worst people in the world so we left also more because of those people than anything else <laughs> well when you read the communist manifesto they want to go after the police and the local law enforcement because that's the protection of the people right. and if you get destroy the protection of the people it's easier to take over a nation a community because now the protection's gone so that was all str strategic what you just told told all of us about and they're trying to do that here too they're trying to get the federal government over our police here in arizona and they've captured the maricopa county sheriff's office now i'm not saying that the deputies are crooked or bad or anything these are really good men but what happened was Joe Arpaio pissed off Obama when he was going after his birth certificate. But Obama started the thing going after John McCain. Okay, so he was going to look into it. He pissed off Obama. Obama sent his um, his court, his corrupt court system over there. And then they have been on top of the sheriff's office ever since. And and our, our sheriff's office has never been corrupt. Even with a Democrat pen zone, it wasn't corrupt. He even left because now they're physically going after him because what happened is they put monitors over the sheriff's office with six-figure salaries. And as long as they don't keep them in compliance, they're going to keep a paycheck. The sheriff so, is our last stand as citizens in our states yeah. and our counties. The sheriff should be the most powerful. That that's happening is so sad. I don't understand what is going on in Arizona because I've been there about four times. And the people are are awake people get it i don't mm -hmm. i mean the campaign against carrie lake was real bad locally i know that and they were real hard on her but i i i don't know what's going on there and it's very sad because i love arizona but you know what i have a lot of hope because i do think i would think both california and arizona have a lot more people um that are on our side than people oh, yeah want people to think um mm -hmm. truth is though we got to align with everyone we can to make, to really, and I really think that we have a real opportunity left of center, right of center, probably 15% on each side know that the entire thing is corrupt to the core, that all we want is for our votes to count. It doesn't matter if you're left or right or voting for RFK or for Trump, we should all be right now working on any way we can to make sure that our votes actually count. Because right now, they don't want to count any of our votes, including their own people or their own useful idiots. So that's a big, I think that's the opportunity right now we should be going for. And like you said, I agree with that General Flynn local, about local action, but I'll tell you what's going on in Florida. I've, I've spoken at three different events in the last two or three weeks and decent sized events, one in West Palm, uh, one in uh, Palm Beach and uh, one up in Stewart. And, Here's the thing, all three of those groups should be doing events together. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So so you can have all your smaller groups, but once a month have all the groups in the county come together and align on yeah, how, that's a good idea. Other, how they can how they can, you know, um align in messaging, how they can expand like their their email lists and the, and their social media like where they all share like, cause that's what's happening elsewhere and where I feel like the right we have started certainly with the local action means national impact campaign that uh, Flynn and other people championed um, an America project. It works to the extent, mm -hmm. but it's not, people aren't going to the next step, which is, yeah. Okay. Now you started yours. Now you have one spoke now align with all the other spokes so that it's a big mass. 
because that's what the other side's great at. They're, they're community organizers by trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, that's another another area. Like, people want solutions. These are solutions, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you said that because our legislative district has partnered with several different legislative districts. Great. And we are, we are overlapping each other and we're in communication with each other. And that's why I am so proud of this the district I'm in because our leadership has seen what you just said and decided to partner with other chairs in other legislative districts. And that's why I couldn't be more proud. And Good if, if our, if we can be a model for the United States, we would love to do that. I'm, I'm not saying every legislative district in, in Maricopa County does it, but I know there is a handful that are, and ours is part of that. And you're right to your point. You are right. Because all your groups that you just talked about in Florida, they're great groups and yeah. they could be even they're better awesome. together. Yeah. And, and, you know, they share, they share uh, lists, they share, um, you know, events, they mm-hmm. all show up, they, they share when they have meetings and they put a call out to everyone, come to my meeting, you know, or come to this, this city council meeting, come to this submission meeting. If you got, if you got a, a list of, you know, 400 people instead of 50, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, it's just, that's the thing. It's the, it's the top-down organizing that hasn't worked on our side because, again, I, the globalist billionaire oligarchs that wrote, that have captured the, the nation, that run the left side 100%, they benefit from the controlled demolition of America. Mm-hmm. The billionaires on the right, they don't benefit, so they mm-hmm. don't really pay for it. And that's it's very hard to raise money on the right. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, it's- the big, big donors... They, they might give to Trump or, or DeSantis, or I don't understand Nikki Haley for one second. I don't believe that at all. It looks like she's also going tanning to look like she's more of a person of color. It's very bizarre, her behavior. But You did again, see a picture of her at the Council of Foreign Relations, didn't you? Because I saw that. It's very strange what she's yeah. doing. I don't understand. I don't think anyone likes her, honestly. And the no, I don't think so. They either. are not on our side. But whatever the case may be, they don't put money into the local action really, or you really have to, it's it's very hard. And I've heard this from people all the way up to, you know, real operatives that, that raise money on our side. The, 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 right, the right billionaire class do not make money off of the destruction of America. So investing in saving America isn't their first thing. Soros mm-hmm. and his friends, they benefit from the less powerful America is, the sooner America falls, the sooner that they're at the top of their globalist. And honestly, the only way I can describe it to people and they want to stay out of it, but most people saw the Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Kissinger wrote out with Brzezinski, all of them, a map, a, a story, a way that they wanted it to play out. It is exactly the Hunger Games. Ooh. <laughs> you know. So if you just explain it like that, and they the treaty in North America, they don't want borders between America, Canada, and 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 um, Mexico. It's not that hard. They have the EU. They did it already with one group of people that they were easily. It's the same model. And EU was first. And that's and that's you know another thing people have to start to understand is. Yes, they want global governance. And what is global governance? Well, go watch Hunger Games, and then we can talk about it. Well, they're trying to go after our side money by trying to bankrupt Donald Trump and Mike Lindell and anyone on our side that has money. Yeah, anyone who, any lawyer that filed a lawsuit, mm-hmm. any anyone that any elector, that anyone that questioned the election, it's the same yeah. guys that I brought up before that uh, mm-hmm. that states united for democracy and and uh, democracy now and all these groups. That's what they're doing. Uh, the mm-hmm. 65 project, you know, wow, that's what Eisen's whole game is. 
and and lawfare it's it's so evil it's so evil lawfare it hurts everyone and you know a lot of times it's it's as close to assassination as you can do to somebody it causes all kinds of problems and mm-hmm. and uh i've watched it happen to many people i love over the last five years and it's really hard to watch and again i have to also say anyone that doesn't think that donald trump has been humbled and changed by this persecution of him does not believe that he's human right i mean you can't you can't not you can't what he's seen just happened to his kids, let alone Eric, I think has gotten like over 2,500 subpoenas. I mean, it's just, they have tried to, and they might take their business this week or they're going to try. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, um, I want to see a little, that's what I want to see from him is a little more of, you know, I, I, I the, the fighting, like it's still 2020 doesn't, isn't working that much for me. And I know people don't like it, but A, I'd like an explanation of what happened behind the scenes from his point of view during COVID. And B, I would like to hear a little bit of how this is really affecting him and his family, because I think it would humanize him for people that might be on the fence, both of those things. But other than that, you know. It's funny that you say that because I catch heat all the time mm-hmm. for saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I just... I, yeah, I, I want to, um, yeah, I mean, like, I, like you said, I, I want the same thing, you know, I, I want to see him, uh, come out and, and, and say those things too. You know, I, I mean, I agree with the 2020, I mean, not that I'm tired of hearing about it, but you know, I, it's, it's, you know, it was three years ago going on four years ago. We need to focus on ahead you know, and it just seems to me, and I, like I said, I get heat, I get emails, I get messages saying, oh, you don't support Trump. You know, I've been supporting Trump since I started the show in 2016, you know. Um, but I'm also at the same time, I'm very critical of Trump too. You know, I'll point out if he does something or says something stupid, I point it out. And then of course, you know, I, I know, all about it. but we should, you know, we're human and he's human. And, and, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm all in for Trump. There's like, yeah. no, but the bottom line is I still want to know what happened during COVID behind the scenes. I want to know what happened when Jared Kushner or whoever walked in his office and told him from that day forward, exactly what happened. And I think if he sat down with somebody who's skeptical, like a Bill O'Reilly or somebody and had an honest conversation, he's nothing to lose. They've tried to destroy him. There's nothing he can't tell the American people. That's true. Right. And I believe from Scott Atlas and, and Dr. Alexander and other people that all of them knew that they were lying to Trump the whole time. This was a sabotage. It was a, it was part mm-hmm. of the coup. So for me, I'd love to hear that. I don't think that he shouldn't not mention it. I think it matters. And mm-hmm. I think and that he keeps talking about warp speed. And I, I, I want to understand what he's saying and who he's talked to, because I know that he has. And on top of that, I want to, um, like I said, I, I, I really, I would like to see more of, him i know he doesn't want to look like it's bothered him but i think it would humanize him a lot to kind of say i can't instead of it being vitriol and all in capitals yelling at people i I would like to see a human being because i know he is one in real life absolutely and um and uh and i i I love that i would love to see that i think it's it's good when you see a strong man Mm -hmm. be vulnerable and honest about terrible travesty and Mm -hmm. abuse and uh, so for me, I, I, I think we might see that. I do see a lot of good things coming out of there. I know good people are surrounding him. Look, a lot mm-hmm. of us are, I believe, probably you, Maverick, and myself. I don't like a lot of the people he picked around him, like Bill Barr. 
And and I'm not a fan exactly. of Pompeo. And exactly. I don't understand the first whole round of people surrounding him. And I don't want Chris Christie telling him who to hire like he did last time <laughs> exactly. or the Bushes. So, you know, there's a lot of things like that. And frankly, this whole debate about VP, first of all, I wouldn't pick the VP until after we after the Democratic Convention, because I think they're going to bring in Michelle and then it's going to matter more. But right. right now, I much rather know who he's picking as the attorney general. Uh, I think that's yes. an important thing. Right. So, you know, I feel I feel that and I, I'm with you, Maverick. I feel like, you know what? I don't think there's a savior and I don't, I don't, I don't think that he's the savior. I think he's a man. And I think that he's, I'm a woman and I'm a human being and I love this country and I want to see us thrive and survive and I'm all for him. But that doesn't mean that I don't feel like I deserve some answers as an American citizen and somebody that is all for him. I mean, but that, you know, you guys both know there's a whole crew out there that God forbid you say anything. You're getting a meme, you're getting attacks, videos. Yeah. yeah. So I just try to just, that's like I said, I try to just stay in my lane. And that's why I love doing shows like yours. I love doing shows with other people. I love getting out there to other audiences because being in any kind of team or group right now, I feel like is, um, you know, or trying to trying to appease any, any, any collective is, is a losing game. I just can't play that game. No, you're 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 absolutely right. Yeah, I just uh, it, yeah. I mean, you know, I I get emails all the time, you know, because I say something on the show that you know that people don't like. But I'm one of those people, you know. I say what I think, you know, and you know, and sometimes he does some things that I just you know think is, for lack of another word, stupid. And I point it out, you know, and then you get, oh, you're not, you don't support them. You know, I look, I can support them and still criticize them at the same time. Well, you know, anyone that wants that then wants the fake news press because they're not skeptical. We're being skeptical and honest and, and, mm -hmm. and things that bother us or whatever. If you're mm -hmm. not doing that, then we shouldn't, we shouldn't have shows. Exactly. You know what I mean? We have shows because we want to be able to, to hold people accountable, even Donald Trump. <laughs> exactly yeah uh, you know but i mean it doesn't bother me i mean you know i i you know and then one last question because I, I know you gotta go uh i wanted to touch on one thing i wanted to see what your your thoughts were about what's going on at the border with uh texas and you know with the biden administration you know i'm not so sure what is going on down there because the timing seems very bizarre and i'm not so sure why abbott waited so long and if you guys have seen the actual what they're talking about with the razor wire doesn't really seem that dramatic i don't know what's going on down there all i know is abbott could have done this a long time ago I'm glad he did it now, watching all these um, other governors jump on the bandwagon. Quite frankly, every one of these governors could do it in their own state because every state is being invaded is the truth. Right. And um, I'm just skeptical. But you know what? At this point, after do like what you said, Maverick, before about like everything you say right now, I'm, I'm and I've been doing this a lot more lately. Everyone can jump on and give their opinion. I'm just saying what I think looks suspect but I'm trying not to judge it. So for now, you know, also he was in India 
when right. apparently that happened. <laughs> exactly. Which is really weird. That was, I said the same thing. I'm like, what is he doing in India when he's got all the, if he's got all this stuff going on, uh, you know, in his state? And I thought that when they're out of state that there's like a chain of custody and you give it to the, like it, something doesn't make sense. But again, I, I'm very uh, close friends with uh, Ann Vandersteel and Michael Yan have been down there and they, they do not, they think this is some kind of, theater and he's not running again so who knows whatever the case may be i like that people are being reminded that we're a constitutional republic because i don't think the 10 by 10 vassal state known as the district of columbia uh it has any redeemable qualities mm -hmm. so the more we get away from that the better <laughs> yeah, absolutely um well like i said i, I know you got to go uh i really appreciate you coming on it's Thank been great you. you know uh i'm really happy that you came on and we got to I talk to you it. And, uh, i appreciate it and i want your audience to know that um again uh check me out i have a show every single night i have on way smarter people than me on rumble and all other free speech platforms uh, the Mel K Show, and also the MelKShow.com, again, free resource page. So everything I talked about today, there's something there. There's lots of good things to research, great um, information about all the things I do with following the money, and uh, certainly everything I do about um, the international banking cartel, and I have the WikiLeaks drops there, all kinds of stuff. So uh, like I say, become uh, the Paul Revere of your neighborhood and your uh, local community. And the more you know, the more you can wake people up. Because honestly, mm -hmm. 2024 is about either you're with America or you're mm -hmm. against America. Absolutely. And that's how it is. That's right. Thank you so much, guys. Oh, thank, thank you, Bye-bye, guys. Okay. Yeah, that was great. I don't know great what show. he's there, but he, he has great a show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you for inviting me and letting uh, me be a part okay. of the show with Mel Kay. It was great to hear her perspective on things. And yeah, you know, yeah I I uh I appreciate you very much. So thank you. We got a lot of people sitting there wait watching the show. I mean, even That's your uh, even your Facebook page has got a good amount of people there. It's wonderful. Guys, like, share, and subscribe. Please like, share, and subscribe. Wherever you're seeing this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. We need to get this information far and wide. And that is one easy way you can do to be in the fight is liking, subscribing, and sharing what Mel K does, what Maverick and Goose does, what I do. That is very important. Thank you so Bravo, much. Bravo, are, are you here or are you, are you not here? Because I, I mean, he's here on the panel, but I thought he was he was going to ask Mel some questions, but I guess uh, he didn't. I don't know what he's doing. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, she, she's she's. I, I I didn't realize that you know that she agreed a, a lot of the things that the way I think she thinks, and I I, I was I was it was kind of refreshing to hear that. <laughs> you know uh especially have how close she is with the trump family like um you know she's around them more often than i am because i don't go to every reawaken tour but uh she i mean we both know general we all know general flynn um and then she's been around eric trump a lot more than i ever have and and so she's she knows peter navarro she knows the inner circle i mean i know people in the inner circle too but like she's around them more than i am so right her perspective on that. And I totally agree with her. If Donald Trump just would show the humanity side, oh man, they couldn't, they couldn't cheat enough to I, not let him win. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I agree hundred percent when she said that, because, um, yeah, I think, I think it would turn a lot more people toward him, you know, uh, you know, people that are on the fence and, 
you know, about him and, you know, or, or like, uh, you know, he says this or that. But I mean, he made himself. The only problem is, is I think his ego won't let him do that. <laughs> his ego's pretty big and, you know, and he, he just, he, he won't. But I, I wish he would. I mean, you know, I, I wish that he would say, you know, some other things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, well, I guess we'll find out if he's going to or not. Um, well, uh, I hate that in the show. It was a really good show. We Great show. Great show. <laughs> oh, I thought that was Bravo coming in. <laughs> Uh, I guess he's not going to come in, so uh, I'm not going to sit here and talk to myself. <laughs> I know, I know, you got to go. <laughs> yeah, I got to run, but I want to thank you, buddy, for everything that you no, love me coming uh, on and being I, a part I of appreciate this. you uh, filling in for uh, for Goose. I thought he was going to pop in. He texted me and said, "By uh, the way, I like Mark Richards very much." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a great guy. So thank guy. you, Mark, for the compliment. Yeah, he was, he was in the oh, yeah, yeah, he was in the chat room. I don't know if he's still there or not, but uh, all right, well, uh, like again, I appreciate you coming in, Amber. Thank you for filling in for Goose, and uh, I'll probably talk for another two minutes here, and then I'm probably just gonna take care, guys. See you later, appreciate it. Thank you, Amber. All right, that was Amber May. All right. Well, uh, I appreciate everybody coming out and showing up tonight, uh, listening on uh, Rumble and YouTube and Facebook and all the other places that we're at. Um, I hope you enjoyed our interview with uh, Mel Kay. Um, it's, uh, let's see if there's anything else we can talk about while we're here. Um, I'm just looking through my things here, see if there's anything else. Um, you know, I, I I agree that there, you know, there's something weird going on at the border. I mean, I don't know what what's going to happen there. You know, uh, I know I did take some heat when I said that. Uh, you know that. You know, I, I know people believe, oh, it's inhumane for them to put up the wire and stuff like that. But in my opinion. Uh, we got to do what we got to do, you know. I mean, it, it's ridiculous what's going on at the border, and it's ridiculous how many people are coming across. And uh, we need to, um, oh, there's Goose. Let me bring Goose in the show. Ah! Good, what's going on, brother? How are you? I was here. Oh, I'm man. sitting here talking about myself here. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, yeah, I just, missing. I was going to. You missed a good interview, man. Mel was really good. I mean, she she really was good. Uh, oh. And we got a lot of people listening, man. We got a lot of people still here. So good thing you showed up. I was going to end the show, but since you're still here, uh, we got quite a few people well, still listening to us. So I know. I was, uh, I was supposed to go to the Area 51, but I'm going to go tomorrow because it was going to be too late. <laughs> to go there and then come back at night, you know? Gonna check out some aliens. <laughs> yeah, I'm going there to check the freaking aliens. For those who don't know, uh, gonna... Goose is in uh, Las Vegas right now. He's doing some uh, reconnaissance mission there in, uh, in Las Vegas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bravo's here, but he hasn't said a word, so I don't know what's going on with him. Bro, why are you so quiet, man? Why are you so quiet? He didn't even talk when Mel no. was here. I don't know what's going on with him. Why so many things to talk about? All this stuff that this government is doing, 
continuing lines with the numbers. I mean, people, if, if you go to the grocery store and the president tell you that the economy is doing good, uh, something's not good here, Mary. I mean, <laughs> spending what? Like 80% more what I used to spend every month. I mean, I know the, the line. They lying about all the numbers, unemployment numbers. They lying about that. Yeah. For sure, they lying about that. About freaking inflation, they lying about that. Then that mother flowers trying to tell the House representative, oh, "Well, sign this bill that way I can fix the border." <laughs> hey, you don't need nothing else to fix the border. Just enforce the freaking current laws that we have. Yeah. yeah. But you don't enforce it, so. It's a lot of stuff going on that people don't realize. And they're lying. I mean, they got the lying machine, all these CNN, MSNBC. That's what they do every day. Lie, lie, lie. <laughs> that's right. Um... I just don't understand why people are still thinking about voting for those idiots. Um, I, don't, bunch I, don't, of I don't know either. I don't, I don't get it. Um... It is amazing that, uh, I mean, you know, I, I, yeah, I mean, it would have been nice if you were here because I know you would have had some questions for Mel. I mean, she was, uh, she, she's very, very informative. <laughs> I mean, she knows her. Well, that's, knows her. that's how we are. We can, we can talk about any subject, especially what's going on in Iraq, Jordan, all of our troops getting uh, hit by these people. Hey, that's not a surprise, Maverick. When we attack with the Hornets, uh, plane that we have, all those attack equipment that we attack the UT, they say they were clear. They said they were going to attack the U.S. Yep. with their missile. What they just did. We got 150 some attacks. We haven't done shit. Okay. Now we got multiple people dead, many of them injured. And now what are we going to do? Nothing. Yeah, I know. Uh, Biden said uh, we're going to do it on uh, our time. You know, we're going. Yes. Uh, no, you know, nobody's going to tell him when to do it. He's going to do it on, on, you know, when we're ready to do it. He, he don't even, uh, he don't even know nothing. what that means. Yeah. yeah, he don't know what that means. Our time. He's always in the freaking bunker, always sleeping, eating ice cream, <laughs> and lying about things. I mean, it's it's really bad. Uh, the border. I mean, the government is not going to back down. They're not. They're going to keep fighting back. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see uh, what's going to... Where's Goose's hat? Or <laughs> said, where's Goose's hat? We got to take up a collection to get Goose a hat. I, I, I can't get Goose to wear a hat. He doesn't He doesn't like wearing hats. So. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't wear a hat, but <laughs> if I have to for the show, I will. You're not a team player. <laughs> But uh, we can't even get guys to wear I, a shirt, let alone. <laughs> I got my shirt, bro. I got my shirt. I got the blue your one. <laughs> Slacker 82 Alpha shirt. I got, well, I, you know, I can't find the goose one. Oh, I don't know man. what happened. Maybe the goose took him. <laughs> Should be walking it's, around Vegas with that on. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, you know, I was thinking about it, but uh, I asked my wife, Where's my shirt? She said, I don't know. <laughs> So I don't mind wearing the shirt, you know. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> I do laundry. I do laundry every day, so I mean, should be somewhere in my closet. <laughs> but Mary, we're really going through some really tough time. We are. <clears throat> I don't know what's going to happen to our country. The only thing 
like I tell people, pray, make sure you pray for our country. I don't, I don't, I don't see any other way. This battles between good and evil. Now you want to be part of evil, go ahead, vote for those idiots. Okay. And you know that Trump's going to be the nominee, even though we don't like few things that he, you know, the way he do things, but it's not the way, I mean, it's not the way he talks. It's about your actions. It's like we we Christian. We could be go to church every day, do what we're supposed to do every day, marry, but then we go outside, we don't do the same thing. Oh, we lost Goose. I guess the signal wasn't that good. Uh, maybe we'll wait and see if he comes back. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like we were talking about with Mel, I mean, we need to unite the Republican Party because if we don't, re re excuse me, reunite, <laughs> unite the party uh we're going to be in trouble and we're and, you know and we're not going to we're not going to win against all this you know all this fight you know all this infighting that we're doing you know oh you know i'm for desantis no i'm for trump you know oh, i'm for rfk you know we're we're all the same you know um the demo you know the, i mean really i mean unfortunately you know, when it comes to the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, I mean, we're pretty much, it's pretty much, a, it's not a two-party system anymore. And uh, we have to deal with that. You know, um, I know people like to say, you know, Trump's going to, you know, save us. And, you know, and, and like Mel was saying, I hope it's true. I mean, you know, I do. I, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm very critical uh, in you know, when it comes to him and, and the things that he says and does and um but you know I'm I'm still his I'm still a supporter and you know I'm always gonna be a supporter. You know, I just uh you know you have to be. I mean you, you know you, you you can't just go around with blinders on and, and you know you know uh to everything. Um, and, and that's the way I am. I mean, I, I can't overlook things, you know, if he says something, of course, you know, you can, you can be critical and still be a supporter. I mean, you know, no one can take away what he did, uh, for the four years he was in office. I mean, he made this country a hell of a lot better than it, it was before he got here. Um, and if he didn't, you know, when Biden came in, Biden wouldn't have automatically started changing everything that he did. You know, he he was turning the country around, you know, and that goes against uh, their their agenda. Their agenda is to destroy the country and destroy everything about this country, you know, and and, and he was the opposite. He was doing everything to better this country. And we were better for the four years that he was in, um, you know, uh, so it's you know, it is what it is. And, you know, you, you just, we just need to, we, we need to unite. We need to unite as a country um, and get behind good because it, it's really a battle between good and evil. And that's what it is. Um, there is no, you know, there, it, it's nothing else. It's, 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 you know, a battle between good and evil. Um, and I just want to see if, if uh, Goose is going to come back. Oh, there he is. I see him. Hang on a second. Let me bring him back in here. 
Goose is back. Yeah. Thank you for bro. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it's 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 the hotel. I'm inside my room. Uh, I mean, anybody came out to the show? Many people, Marvin. Yeah, there was a lot of people watching. Still, quite a few people still watching, but uh, I mean, well, they dropped off and the mail left. Uh, well, people, what they need to do? Uh, be aware of what's going on. Uh, they're gonna try to cheat. They already say that they got the state that they need to win. They already, <laughs> they already saying that, Maverick. So the guy is gonna stay in the bunker. He don't want to campaign. Exactly. Well, he didn't do it in 2020. Why should he change his strategy now? <laughs> uh, it, it, they're, they're gonna go all the way and uh yeah we were thinking that michael uh would go for but I, I don't know i think it's too too i don't know you know uh, we're, like like we were talking about with mel uh maybe they're waiting for the democratic uh convention you know to bring it roller out and say you know here's uh, what, what is the democratic convention that's a good question i don't know what it is let me see if i can look it up real quick i don't think they i think it's march yeah uh at the end of march they already we have the nominee let me see when is the democratic convention all right it is oh wow it's not until august august yeah august 19th through the 22nd uh so they got a lot of time to uh figure things out you know um it could be you know all biden's got to drop out because he's sick and uh you know we need a replacement <laughs> well, he's already sick, number one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why these people are pretending to, why they want to take this job. I mean, uh, right now our country, I mean, we're in a lot of trouble, Marie. We, we getting, we getting attacked from everywhere. And yeah. I'm, not talk, I'm talking about not only military wise in Iran and all those places here back home these 10 million people that come through that border the last three years that's a lot of people and i say 10 million it could be more Mary. Mm -hmm. could be more i mean you had the video the other day the guy just came in through the border and he was talking smack about the u.s yeah and then he turned out to be a high-ranking uh military official <laughs> yeah. i mean he, actually he just you know what was funny was he just got out of jail and then he was in our country uh the, the next day he was crossing the border um, but he was in, he was in jail. He was, he was jailed for terrorism and stuff like that, you know, gun running and all kinds of, all kinds of, uh, some pretty interesting things that he was doing. Um, and you know, and everybody's like, oh, well, you know, he's nobody, but you know what? Maybe he is. <laughs> I mean, if, if he was, uh, somebody before, uh, doesn't mean he's not now and doesn't mean that. He's not coming here for a reason, you know. Yeah. I mean, we don't know how many. I mean, look at all the Chinese nationals that are coming in through the border. I mean, drove. They're coming in droves now. I mean, it's not just, you know, it used to be just Mexicans and then people, Guatemalans and people from Honduras and stuff like that. Now it's not. You no, got not. Iranians, you got China. You, I mean, you get all these countries that really don't, that hate us, basically. Um, you got to, it makes you wonder. I mean, you know, it may be nothing, but it may be something too. So, no, many, many it may people come to do what that. Bravo says, you know, that, uh, you know, uh, they're going to try to take us down from within. I mean, we're already doing the job for them. You know, we're already destroying our country, but, 
if they can, you know, get enough people in here and, and try to do something. They're know. doing something right now. We just don't know. We just okay. don't know. Exactly. I mean, everywhere you go, uh, I mean, and they got all these people that are supporting them, all these media people. Uh, they don't care, Mary. They don't. No. And they keep attacking Trump. How many more charges he had? I mean, that lady, what? How much he got to pay? $88 million? $83 million, yeah. $83. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of So, I don't, I, don't, I don't see anything good right now. We just got to keep fighting. That's the only thing I say. Yeah, and like Mel was Mel was saying, you know, we got to stop the infighting in, in the in the party. You know, we we need to uh, we need to unite as a party, and and we're not. Hey, Mary, you yeah. know what I say every day. Yeah, I mean, you know, I promote we're... that. We need to stop fighting. We need to stop attacking Trump because it's too late. He's gonna be the nominee, so we need to concentrate on attacking. Oh, not attacking. Tell the American people what these people are doing. Wake the masses, like you say, Mary. Mm -hmm. We don't have all the choice and we don't have much time left. Even though some people don't like that Trump is going to be there, but that's our nominee. We need to support him. Just like the Santos did it, like, like Tim Scott did it, and many of these other ones. Haley, Haley's a freaking Democrat. Yeah. Well, Nikki yeah. Haley, she's a Democrat. She's getting all the funding from them. Yeah, sure. a lot of the funding, a lot of people calling her out. I mean, um, yeah, she's she's uh, getting a lot of uh, funding from Democratic people. I mean, you know, big Democratic money, you know, and, and nobody seems to be talking about that. But this is what the White House is going to do. I heard that the White House is going to be sending checks to the American people really? to trying to buy their vote. Hmm. So How they're much? saying, uh, I don't know the amount yet, but they're coming with a, with a, like a booster, a money booster for the taxes. When you file your taxes, they're going to give you more money or what you're supposed to get, like uh, to help you out. Uh -huh. To help you out with all the BS that they did. All the stuff that they mess up. All the system. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and, and a lot of people are gonna fall for it. I mean, a lot of people are. Oh, buddy, just give me fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, I'm rich. No, no, you're not rich. Absolutely, they will. It's like the last fourteen hundred dollars that they give us out out of one trillion dollar. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, but well, yeah, I mean, like you were saying, I think it was you that said on the last show, um, or, or or maybe it was Mark when he was he called in. Uh, saying that you're going to see them to start ramping up things like that, you know, doing, doing things that you know. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, turn to people. Yeah, you know, gas. Yeah, they, gas prices go down. You what I'm saying every show, every show, every weekend that we have a holiday. Yeah. The gas go down 25, 30 cents a gallon. The weekend is over. Go back 33, 34 cents. They're playing, and you know they're right. you know they're controlling it because yeah. I mean, there's nothing going on that's stopping the oil production. I mean, we're we're even producing oil now, if I'm not mistaken, are we not? Well, no, we're just shutting down some freaking uh, uh, gas company. 
Freaking, I, mean, I, uh, I thought we were uh, producing some now. I thought that that was what well, they were. That's why Biden was bragging that the prices are going down because we're actually, you know. Well, why it go down the weekend and come back a week during the week after yeah. the holiday? Why? Yeah. I mean, we go down, gotta be steady going down. It's not yeah. like today I paid two ninety eight a gallon. Then, then Monday morning I had to pay three eighteen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know? I, I, yeah. No. Yeah. Right. That's when the American people go out to work. They use the car and all that good stuff. Natural gas company. That's what they're doing. Shut, shutting down all the company. They are not giving permits. They don't listen to these judges that are telling them you need to give out permits. But then they want you to listen to them when they talk about the border and everything else. You know what? No, don't listen to them. Anyway, a lot of these judges have been freaking elected by us. They were appointees. Yeah. Appointees. So you don't want to tell governor what to do. They're freaking dead wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um uh... In Texas, what they decide to, uh, what's going to happen, what's going to take place. Well, I don't know what's going to take place. I'm going to go tomorrow to Area 51. I'm going to see what I find that married. And then I bring you all the information on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why that thing that got to be so secret? Don't know. Well, I, I mean, Area Fifty One isn't it? I mean, I thought uh, there's another there's another secret one that they opened. I mean, that's why they don't do too much at Area Fifty One anymore, because they, I think, I think it got too much attention. It used to be, you know, where it was very secret; nobody really knew, yeah, you know, uh, what was going on. But you know, I, I like I was telling you the other when you told me you were going, I said, don't get too close to the fence because. <laughs> You'd be setting off some alarms and stuff. And then no, they come no. rolling out there to uh, tell you to get out of there. Uh, they respond no, pretty quickly uh, from the yeah, video. Yeah, they are there. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so uh, what we're going to see, I'm going to go there tomorrow. Uh, the reason I didn't go there today because it was going to be too late. I went visit a few pictures of the gate and everything. I want to see. Uh, I mean, I've seen it, but uh, not in person. Yeah. I've seen uh, videos and stuff. I'm going to take a picture of the guard. No, well, you won't. You won't see anybody unless you just, you know, you try to. Uh... Unless you touch the fence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they got all kinds of cameras and everything around. So. Yeah, they do. They got all kinds of cameras everywhere you go around here. Yeah. But uh, that's a big issue that we got. That's uh, uh, one of the big issues we got in our country is immigration. That's the number one. And I, and I did lie, Mary. They freaking lie. I mean, I heard. I think it was CNN talking about, well, body coming with a good plan to fix it. <laughs> Come on. You know. Um, so what's Vegas like? Pretty cool? Uh, Where are you staying at? I stay in the MGM. Oh, okay, so you're right on the strip. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Florida, we got casinos. I think casinos in Florida are really nice. We don't need yeah. to come to Las Vegas. I don't. Mm. I don't. That's me. I mean, I can, t- <laughs> I, I can take my kids to the one in, you know, in Hard Rock South. Yeah. I mean, and they would have fun. But here, I, mean, I, I just maybe I'm getting too old. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people. No, not yet. But you know, the Super Bowl is going to be here in two weeks. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. you see a lot of construction fixings road. Yeah. You don't see that many uh, homeless anymore. Yeah, uh, they got to clean see, it up. <laughs> no, I see a couple of police officers taking homeless into the car. Well, the you know, they, they got rid of most of them when they brought the uh, Formula One in not too long ago. You know, I they, went I, I went there today to the race car thing. It was really nice yeah. race car. They they got they got rid of a lot of the homeless that are hanging yeah. around. But uh yeah, they gotta do that for the Super Bowl. They gotta get rid of the rest. I mean, and for you to come to Las Vegas because you got a lot of money and you wanna spend a lot of money gambling, that's you know Oh yeah. I know uh, gonna you know, I'm trying to buy gold and silver, so I'm trying to make sure I save my money. Because <laughs> it freaking <laughs> When the thing hit the fan, I mean, you guys got to be prepared. I mean, I, I don't, I just don't see it, Mary, how we um, almost in there, we are what, $34 trillion? Yep. And we are paying the average of 1000 to $1,200 per family on groceries. Yeah. And then on top of that, you gas. Then on top of that, the inflation, on top of that, interest rate to buy a home, on top of that, prices are outrageous on renting houses. Okay, insurance went up, car insurance went up. Yeah, freaking car insurance. I've been shopping around for car insurance, but uh, I can't yeah. find it. I can't find anything cheaper than what I'm paying now. <laughs> no, everything is expensive, man. It is yeah. expensive. Uh, I'm starting to think maybe it has something to do with the area we live in or something. I don't know. No, now they're looking for excuses. They want to photo your roof. They want to make sure you do this, you do that. Yeah, even though I got a roof two years ago, they still want to photo my roof yeah. to make sure it's okay. Yeah, I like mean, the car insurance. My car insurance went up like uh, it went up like seventy dollars or something a month or something. I forget. And it, I'm like. So I called them. I said, what the hell is this? And they're like, oh, well, you know, uh, our costs went up. So then we got to, you know, we got to raise, you know, everybody's. Well, that's know. a big issue right now that uh, I think the governor DeSantis is going to tackle in our state. Our state is one of the highest insurance. Yeah. Car insurance ridiculous. and housing insurance because people who live in the beach, uh, uh, the way I don't they, know what he's going to do. I mean, what's he going to do? I mean, tell him, hey, you got to lower your prices. I mean, they're going to say screw you. Well, force the people who don't have no insurance to have insurance, especially in cars. Yeah. We are the uh, uninsured motorists. We are, I think, oh, 30, yeah. 32%. Funny, right? They don't have yeah. insurance. So you have to get the insurance and you uh, plan because if you hit somebody, somebody hit you that doesn't have insurance, you have to fix the car. Yeah. You so know, uh, you know what I thought was interesting was when I lived in Puerto Rico, and you know that, you were in Puerto, you lived in Puerto Rico. Uh, they have just like like national car insurance. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, you, you, when you purchase the car, yeah, you purchase yeah. insurance, right, right, and, and, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty interesting. You know, I was like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> it's all yeah. rolled into one there. <laughs> but you still, if you want to have, let's say you didn't buy the you didn't buy the car like that, then you get your insurance. A lot of people got insurance too. But our state, the, the thing is that we get so many hurricanes. And mm -hmm. if you live in the beach, why I had to subsidize you live in the beach? You're the one who want to live there. I don't. Exactly. So if I don't, don't live in a flood section in Florida, why do you increase my 
Exactly. You know, yeah. Give the people who want to live on the beach, if they want to live there and they, they know they, they, they know the risks. Uh, yeah. Pay what you deserve. That's exactly. it. You know, I mean, people like us who live out in the, you know, in the farm. <laughs> but I heard that. We don't, we're not anywhere near water. <laughs> you know? I heard the legislation in Tallahassee is working on it. They're going to come out with a fix for all that stuff. Okay. They know, they know. So the okay. centers know. And that's why people want the centers back. I mean, uh, like I would say, the centers is a great governor, but we knew from the get go that Trump was too powerful. He's too yeah. powerful. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a shame that DeSantis, his, his campaign thing didn't take off the way we thought it would. But well, honestly, <laughs> nobody take off. <laughs> nobody. Did. I mean, nobody. Well, before, you know, but before he announced, he was doing, I mean, he, he he was on fire. I mean. Yeah, but. Uh, and then as soon as he announced and and the way he did it, just, just bombed. I mean, it went from there. Just, I mean, it's the same. Stop. Just the way it happened. And you can't stop the uh, Trump train. <laughs> this is true, man. Too strong. And because most American, high percentage of American. Uh, I think it's 89 percent that came out with. Uh, they don't like what they're doing to Trump. They know it's very unjustified what they're doing. Yeah, you know, they we do believe in justice for our country. If we see, and no matter how bad you are, but if people think that they're treating you wrong, they're gonna they're gonna support you. And that's how Americans are, at least in our side. So yeah. we see my way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, hopefully, DeSantis does something here. Well, because... next uh, next Wednesday, I'm going to bring you some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about. So I'll let you know oh, about. That's, that's mean two days from now? Yes. <laughs> and the stuff what's going on in Iraq right now, in Jordan. It's a lot of stuff that they're not telling you. Yeah. They're lying. Tell you, people, they're lying to you. Don't believe anything that come out of that White House. Nothing. And. Uh, Lex Cheney, uh, I want to know why you deleted all those videos from uh, January 6th. She should be in jail. Oh, yeah, I was reading something about that. Yeah, she uh, should be in jail. Those uh, poor people in, in, in behind bar. You know why, Mary? Because they don't have the money to have good lawyers that they can go and support them. If, if, if Trump wouldn't have no freaking money, he wouldn't be in jail right now. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. If it was, so, I mean, because if it was if it was you or I, you know, we would oh, be a long Next time. day, next day. Yeah, next day. <laughs> we would have been long 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 yeah. ago, uh yeah. in jail. So Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well Mario, I gotta go because Yeah, go well, we're just day, about I, out of time. We're we we we're just about out of time. But I'll talk to you uh tomorrow when I get home Wednesday. I get home Wednesday. All right. Uh yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to thank everybody for coming out tonight and listening to the show on Rumble and Facebook and YouTube and all the other happy hoo-ha places you listen to us on. And uh, and I want to thank Mel Kay for showing up tonight. She did a great job. It was a great interview. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening on 105.7 Phase, Patriot Radio, Earth Radio, MBR Military Broadcast Radio, UG Media, Paisley Radio, FCM Live, Sword Radio, Crystal Radio, Replay Radio, The Hit Network, Western Radio, Express yeah. Radio Station, Frantic Vibes Radio, 
W L E O 26.7 and J Parker radio and our newest station community OBS radio in Alabama. Oh yes. We got a new, a new one in Alabama. Too. Yes. They're listening to us. So, Yep. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back Wednesday and uh, two days from now, 31st, right? 30, yeah. yeah. Well, 30th. take care, my brother. All right, I'll brother. See you. Talk don't, to you later, okay? Don't lose too much money, man. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> take care, everybody. Right. See you later, man. All right. Uh, that's going to be it for tonight. Uh, like I said, we'll be back uh, Wednesday <clears throat> at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time our normal time. This was just a special interview with Mel K. I appreciate everybody coming out tonight, listening on rumble and everywhere, uh, to listen to Mel K. Uh, it was a great show. I appreciate you all turning out. Um, like I said, we'll come out Wednesday, Wednesday, we'll be here. And then next Wednesday, the February, let me look at my calendar here real quick. February 7th. We have Derek Johnson will be on the show. Um, singer, songwriter, country singer, Derek Johnson, but Derek Johnson also is almost, I don't want to say expert, but he's a, he's very good with uh, military law and, uh, and the, uh, executive orders that were done. And, the I think they're called PEDS or PEDS. Um, he's going to explain how that, uh, how they were done uh, when Trump was in office and what that means. And, uh, you know, he says that that means that Trump's still in, in power, you know, in the background. But we'll find out more with that uh, when he comes on. Again, that's February 7th, uh, which is a Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you check that out. Uh, this show will be rebroadcast on all the, um, you know, where you, everywhere you can find it. Podbean, uh, uh, every listening platform. So this show will be on uh, after... I'll make sure that this gets put out. Um, once again, again, I want to thank everybody, and uh, we'll be back. Let me find something to put on for us here. I just pick one up and throw it back. Head to the bottom of an ice cold glass. I'll worry about tomorrow when it comes around. I'm just living right here, right now. Catch me tailgating, sits packing that quitting time or uptown in my best boots, sipping suds on a Friday night. It don't take no deep thoughts, just a little going with the flow. Works just about anywhere, and this is how it goes. I just pick one up and throw it back.